Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. You have myself, Albert, and you have Timmy on the line. How are you doing, Timmy? Hey, not bad. How about you? Pretty good. I haven't gotten too stir crazy yet, but uh, I think it's getting close. What about you? Really? Already? Um, well, today we're recording this on Tuesday, the 24th. The last podcast we had, I think we recorded last Friday. Um, so I guess you had a long weekend with everybody at home. Is that is that what's making you stir crazy? I mean, Dallas officially went on to lockdown at midnight. Oh, right. And so we can't even leave. Um, I mean, we can walk and uh, with family members and things like that. But even then, like, I don't think I don't think I would. Like, I'd probably walk by myself, if anything. And I'm definitely not taking the baby. So I haven't but, seen the outdoors at all. The wow. Past, since Sunday. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of tough. Why is Houston yeah. behind on the lockdown? You? I don't you know. know. I, I, I'm not supportive of them being behind, but um, I mean, they did announce today, uh, again, Tuesday, that the city is on a um, not a full like shelter in place. It's just a, a shutdown, but it's it's not much different from, I think, what it was before. It's just a little more official and um, leaving less up to businesses and um, and uh, like um yeah, just just not leaving as much up for interpretation. They they yeah. made things more specific, but it's, I think for the most part, it's it's kind of similar. It's you only go out for essential activities yeah, it's, like groceries. You're right. And, you're right. Yeah, it's it's more official, and it's also more like you, there are actual ramifications now. So there's like fines they may charge you with, um, things like that. So um, I know like if you are traveling with, um, you know, a pack of more than what 10 people I, I don't even know the exact rule and it, here it's by county i've seen yep. like austin for example is the city of austin and not the county there so um it's very very locally based and i don't know how the rules are interpreted but all this is to say that we are all still in this state of um the unknown and we're all still working from home um today's topic is going to be about just preparation um how what we bought, things we uh, ordered online, went to the store, uh, all that kind of stuff to get ready for this. And then also we're going to get into what we've been doing at home. Um, you have two small kids. I have one small child. I also have my parents at home. Just things that we've been doing to stay busy and not get crazy. So Yeah, man, you sound like you're you're uh, a little sad from being at home. You're not really bringing the energy today. What's going on? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sad. It's just I've been on <laughs> so many more calls, right? Like everything uh, right. is uh, obviously like um, conference call related. So you just have to be you just have to be on, right? When you're actively on those calls. So I'm just kind of kind of tired. Uh, okay. Um, I have been super unproductive the past two days. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I, I have not caught up to remembering what I what it used to be like working from home and, and being productive. I have some things I need to do too. I'm just I just keep pushing them off. Yeah, you're researching for next week episode. We're gonna do the vault, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a lot to watch. No, I got actual awesome. work to do too. <laughs> so before we get into today's topic, uh, I do want to shout out Derek Shaw and our friends at Farmers Insurance. Um, they have, you know, home, life, auto insurance. Just give them a call. He'll give you a free consultation, a free quote, um, and depending on what you do. Um, teacher, doctor, nurse, engineer, lawyer, basically any like respectable job. Um, 
he's going to give you a discount. And then if he if he if you mention Six Pennies podcast, um, there's probably a secret discount as well. Um, I have life insurance through Derek Shaw. I think you you worked with him or gotten consultations and quotes with him. But please, please call him two one four seven two nine six four six two. He's actually in the office. He there, his company hasn't made him work from home yet, so he's still actively taking these calls, text messages, FaceTimes. That's 214-729-6462. All right. So a couple weeks ago when the NBA basically canceled and you're like, oh, F, this is like getting real um, here in the U.S., what was the first thing you purchased? Uh, I, I think I, I started panicking a little before that. So here in Houston, um, the weekend before, uh, I think, actually, no, two weeks before that, we had a, um, an issue where a water pipe bursts uh, that, that supplies water to half the city. Um, and so people were kind of panicking, buying water, thinking the water supply would be low because we had a boil water notice. And I think simultaneously, a, a lot of people were... water notice. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like you had to boil your water to make sure that it was safe um, to use for any kind of drinking, washing, um, uh, cooking. And so for those couple days, I think everybody was panicking. I definitely went to the store, picked up some water and then some other supplies because I think uh, folks were starting to do kind of a, a dual purpose trip um, supply runs to just get as much stuff as possible um, preparing for coronavirus too. So that started like, I guess, four weeks ago. And then um, I, I guess the weekend before the NBA and NCAA and everything else got canceled. I, I did some more runs because I, I think I mentioned on a previous podcast, I've been um, probably a little more anxious than others and um, have been trying to prepare more than others. So um, HEB has been my go-to spot. I've gone several times to pick up lots of things. Um, and I, I don't know, there's a lot of canned goods, a lot of frozen foods, um, meats, milk, bread, eggs, etc. I haven't really used any of the canned goods or frozen foods yet. It's kind of all just sitting there and, and waiting until I actually <laughs> actually don't go to the store anymore. So, yeah, I've gone to the store like every week and, and kind of just restocked up on the fresh items and haven't used any of the non-fresh. I think we, we kind of dove into this in our previous podcast. But when you go to the stores, especially recently, how are you ensuring that, you know, you're not spreading germs or contracting germs? I, I don't think I'm actually doing much. I, I don't think I'm doing it properly. Um, I, you know, get, definitely using some hand, hand sanitizer or like w- washing my hands immediately when I get home. Uh, but besides that, like in the store, just kind of trying to avoid people and just go about my business, get my things and, and leave right away. Um, but probably not doing the best job. What, what do you do when you go to the store? Well, I haven't gone, I think three days ago, I took my wife yeah, to the store yeah, we went to the store. We went to Joanne Fabrics. Um, so I think some of you guys know, but uh, my mother-in-law is a, a tailor, like a seamstress. And so we actually have a couple friends who own their own like OBGN private practices. And hospitals have actually gone into these practices. And it's not only them, it's all over. And because the hospitals right now are in like dire need of masks, they've actually gotten the masks from these private practices or private firms. And so these firms now are also in need of masks because they're also, you know, interacting with people daily. They're giving birth to babies daily. So uh, we actually have our mother-in-law creating and and making these masks. So we went to um, Joanne and we had bought all this fabric. 
Um, we like washed it. We made sure that um, like we had fabric from the past. We had we had new fabric. We, we just made sure that it was like disinfected, and then we gave it to her. And then she would like literally just put it outside her door, and then we would spray spray down the bag, and then grab the wow. the mask, and then give it to our you know our doctor friends. Um, nice. So not so yeah would would um, I remember at the fabric store she wore gloves, so she wore gloves, got the items, and then threw the gloves away, and then antibacterial once she got. Dang, into you the guys car. are you guys are pretty intense. Yeah, I mean I I don't think we would be as intense. Unless our doctor friends were that serious, yeah. So our our doctor friends are like like extra extra careful, right? And so we're like, okay, if they think that you know there's a need to be this clean and this um, cognizant of of the germs, then maybe we should be as well. So like her yeah. friend who picked it up, you know, she didn't even want to come to our front door, and we like tied it to our mailbox so that she can just drive by and get it. She sprayed it down afterwards. Like, it's pretty crazy. Wow. I know, I know. So. Um, what else have you, so what else have you picked up in the store? Just like regular foods, groceries, or, or um, anything else in particular you've been buying? Yeah, so I don't like this aspect, but we have been ordering a lot, like online. So, oh, yeah, are you worried? Like, yeah, you I mean, worried we, about worry about, we worry about going there, but then at the same time, people who are, bringing the items to our house could be bringing the stuff into our home without even knowing it. So I don't like that aspect. But with that being said, we ordered a like a bidet because this was during the toilet paper crisis. Nice. (laughs) We ordered a bidet. It was supposed to be the next day. And then we woke up the next morning and Amazon is like, uh, no, it's back order. So like we finally got it today, three weeks later. So I'm excited to install that today. And it's, it's not like a full <laughs> toilet bidet. It's just like one of those attachments that you put on for like 30 so bucks or something. Does that eliminate the need to use any toilet paper or, or what exactly is your no, situation going to be like? Yeah, I wouldn't say it would be down to zero, but definitely less toilet paper. But I mean, there's not even a toilet paper crisis, right? So yeah. at the same time, I've wanted a bidet since coming back from Japan anyway, so this was kind of perfect. Um, nice. But, you know, it's like it's like 30 bucks on Amazon. But anyways, yeah, we woke up the next morning, it was back ordered, and then later that day, it was actually sold out. So now they don't wow. have it anymore on Amazon. Everybody was buying it up. Um, Man, that and must they, make you feel great. And they raised the prices, too, before they did that. So it's like a triple win. Um, <laughs> So that was one item we bought. We obviously went to Costco a bunch of times to get. Uh, we we legitimately were low on paper towels. We got that shampoo, conditioner, soap. Um, so that those items we were able to get. As far as like non-perishable food items, like we are like stocked up for at least six weeks worth. So yeah, as of right now, we're we're good. And I mean. Every Tuesday we order from Tasty Tales anyway, so nice. kind of works out. Um, Tasty Tales, as you know, is one of our sponsors, uh, one of our original sponsors, and they've been really active in the community, helping with you know small businesses. I think this week Michelle, the owner, is running a a promotion. I don't know if it's a promotion, but she's definitely she's delivering food to 
uh, a hospital a day. So each day this week, she's delivering food over to a hospital or a team inside a hospital and just making sure that they're getting fed and getting enough, uh, you know, nutrition and stuff like that. So Tasty Tales is a, is a Cajun restaurant here in Richardson, Texas. Um, all, most or all of the restaurants at this point dine in as closed. So everything is only takeout or delivery. And, um, you know, we still get uh, Tasty Tales every, every Tuesday and they have fresh crawfish right now. They still have um, lunch specials. They still have food specials. Um, definitely go check them out. Say Six Pennies Podcasts even when you order on your phone and maybe she's going to give you a discount. I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. So we got, we got some, uh, some pizza delivered, um, a few days ago and I think Sharon was really worried about the delivery process. And so I went and took the pizza and made sure I didn't touch the person delivering, uh, brought it in, kind of wiped down the box with some hand, uh, with some, um, disinfectant wipes and, and then started eating. I guess I probably could have taken the pizza out of the box and thrown the box away immediately. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel as worried about like a delivery process, but maybe I should. I, I don't know why I, I, I am not as worried. Um, even though I feel like the, you know, the whole lockdown shelter in place is essential. I just, at, at the same time, I don't think I'm taking as many precautions as I should when I, whenever I go out to run an errand or um, get kind of take out or delivery. I mean, the fact that you're not going out as much and you're staying at home and you're yeah, practicing good hygiene, I think that's way more than what the average person is doing right now. Uh, okay. So, I, I'm yeah. actually going out a little more than I should. Um, I have to admit, uh, one thing I, I mentioned to you earlier today was that um, Zachary's daycare is still open because the daycare is tied to Houston Methodist, the hospital where, um, of course, doctors and nurses need childcare. So it's, a, it's deemed, um, you know... It, essential because it is daycare for the essential workers, um, even though Sharon and I are not um, part of the essential workers. And we've chosen to keep them in there just kind of for sanity's sake. And it's probably not for the best um, in terms of, um, you know, being careful of disease. But um, yeah, we've, we chose to do it uh, partially just because the weekends have been so crazy and tough with the, the two kids and no additional help. I know folks that have like um, either a nanny or uh, parents around, it, it might be a little bit easier, but for us, we've just we've had to keep keep going, and and um, I I don't know exactly what it'll look like in in a couple of weeks, but for now we're we're sticking with it. So that's like an additional trip every day that we're making. Yeah, I mean I can't imagine working from home and also taking care of two kids. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean definitely, I, it, it's it's tough. Um, I mean even when even like kind of the hours that he's going there are a little bit less than usual. So leaving a little bit later and coming home a little bit earlier, uh, that just kind of compacts the day um, a bit for me already. Um, of course, the baby's at home too. So I don't know. And then this this weekend, I, um, I, I don't know about you, but the, the past couple of weekends have been pretty tough. Um, just trying to keep it. I mean, you've got a toddler now and we've got a, a bigger toddler who just wants to stay super busy. Um, what one thing we did this weekend was um, we we tried to start potty training, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of folks probably did similar things either during their spring breaks or during this time when they're all at home. Uh, we just went for it in in the the long week, or, you know, the the weekend, and um, it's probably not quite the best way since he's still kind of going back to school uh, right afterwards yesterday and today. But uh, that's kind of the biggest activity we had this weekend. What what have you been doing with your family? Um, so prior to last night's lockdown, we've been going on walks every day 
um, which I mean, which is not unusual because we are we're kind of like a walking family. Um, Na and I love to walk. We take Amelia with us, push her around, and she usually falls asleep, and that's kind of perfect. By the time we get back, it's her bedtime. And then, you know, my parents go on walks all the time as well. But we've kind of cut that back, um, especially recently, because every, I don't know if, yeah, so you've been Are there been a outside. lot of people walking out there? Everybody's outside walking. Really? Man. I mean, I, now. I haven't I think, really noticed that. I think the parks are officially closed as of last night, but prior to last night, dude, everybody was out and everyone was wow. keeping their distance, which is great. But still, like, I know, like my mom, she would walk and then if she saw someone coming down like the same side of the road, she would cross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. now we just don't even walk all together. So um, then what did you do indoors? So indoors last night, I did the push-up challenge and I'm sorry I didn't tag you on that. Um, but I had a rule. I had a rule where the person, all the people I tagged had more than 1 million followers. <laughs> what is the, I don't know what the push-up challenge is. You just do so push-ups the, and try and tell yeah, other people to do it? Exactly. The push-up challenge is just, you do 10 push-ups and you tag 10 others. And it's just a, um, you know, just an initiative, a social media initiative to get people to be active at home and, you know, try to keep their bodies intact. I know Man, for I, me, I need to do that. Yeah, I, I know this this period, everybody's at home and just eating and not being active. So I'm sure gyms are going to be crazy once once this uh, pandemic hopefully passes over sooner rather than later. But um, I've actually been really good because, like I said, we've been walking a lot. And when I say walk, we go on like three to four mile treks. And so wow. um, it's actually been pretty good for me physically. Now, without the walking, I'm going to have to incorporate push-ups every day. I guess that's the key. Um, I don't have a home gym, so. That's that's pretty do. good. I mean, I uh, we had we had um, baby Charlotte um, almost two months ago now. And, and for that first month, um, when Sharon's parents were living with us, I actually had quite a bit of time. I was on paternity leave for three of the weeks. I went to the gym um, a decent amount, like a few times a week. Um, and, you know, since then, since I started going back to work, I haven't worked out like anything like in the past month. And so that's just continuing on. So it's pretty bad. I think that's definitely something, um, <laughs> definitely something we need to do. And especially for the kids too, like they, I don't know about um, Amelia, I'm sure she loves to, you know, walk around and play outside too. That's like Zachary wants to do that all the time. He goes to the patio and blows bubbles and we kick a soccer ball around. Um, but I, I kind of wish there was more to do outside have you thought of or heard of any cool like activities that people have been doing with their kids? So we live in a very interesting neighborhood. Um, it's kind of like a, I mean, you've been to my house, but it's a really small neighborhood. There's only 40 houses. And I would guess at least 25 to 30 of those houses are um, kind of like younger middle-aged parents with young kids. So out of the, um, basically what I'm saying is out of the 40 houses, 30 houses have kids. And all the kids at this point are just outside. They're playing, which is awesome. They're playing catch. They're playing in the street. They're playing basketball, all that kind of stuff. With that being said, though, I'm keeping Amelia away from all of it. <laughs> so Man. Uh, I know she, when we do go on walks and she sees them, she gets really excited because she is, I can, we can tell that she's very social. She's, um, but she I, must be so jealous. Yeah. At this point, though, there's, 
there's just no way I'm going to risk it. I'm sorry. So what does she do during the day uh, at home? Is there like, do you, did you guys make a schedule? I've seen people do like pretty intense schedules wow, no. for their little kids. No, we no. haven't done that. So we have four adults in this house and all four yeah. are working from home. And so we're <laughs> all in our individual rooms. And uh, whenever like one of us are not in a meeting, then we kind of play with Amelia. So it's either in her playpen or we're feeding her. I mean, feeding times last forever, right? So um, you do like three feeds a day and that's already your entire day, to be honest. So feeding, uh, we still walk with her, but we walk with her with the stroller inside the house. So we do that. This morning, I legit walked for 25 minutes inside the house, which came out to be 0.33 miles, according to my my Apple Watch. Are you just trying to get her to fall asleep? Yeah, that is our main main reason for walking her inside the house um yeah, secondly we, it's just something to do sorry go ahead. how old it how old is she now she is coming up on 14 months she, so okay. she can't walk on her own yet she still needs us to like hold her hand or she still needs or she still uses the walker and stuff yeah so when she wants to like i think when we walk her in the stroller i just think like all the world passing her by so quickly puts her to sleep is that that's a true? That's good. Um, we definitely. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think the bouncing of it, like the bumpiness or the movement, helps too. Um, I, I think also, I guess depending on the kid, like feeling like they are um, like safe in a small place, like the small chair might be helpful. She, for... she hates. She hates being like <laughs> constricted like that. So no, not that. Oh. But maybe uh, the movement. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody's different. I mean, we we did the same thing with Zachary for well over a year, probably a year and a half, close to two years, where um, the only way to get him to nap was we had to stroll him or put him in a car seat and drive around. I just remember many times when it would be very frustrating. We would walk for half an hour and he would just be squirming or screaming or crying and uh, he just wouldn't go to sleep. So at some point he started taking naps on his own, which still takes forever, but uh, at least he's in a bed. Um, the hard thing, though, is when it gets hot, and it's been hot the past couple of days in Houston. So I know Sharon went out for a work for a walk today, and it's like 85 plus degrees. So what are you gonna do when it starts getting too hot to go outside to play and to walk? Yeah, that's. I don't want to think about that. Like, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, this whole pandemic passes before summer. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Today's the first really warm day. Um, I think it's low 80s here in Dallas. It's been cold the last couple of weeks, so that was nice. Um, but even the house, inside the house, is kind of warm. Um, it is what it is, man. We got to make do. Our, our, um, our, what's it? our social responsibility is to stay indoors. Yep. All right. So other than that, um, I mean, I know you rewatch a lot of stuff. I'm sure you're rewatch. You're still rewatching a lot of stuff, but it, you haven't been, you know, getting on this train of all these uh, virus, viral pandemic movies. Uh, we watched Contagion, um, the nice. whatever 2011 movie with Matt Damon and Kate Winslet. You did you watch that one too? Yeah, there's so many that stars so good. in that movie. Yeah, too many stars, I think. Uh, but that was, I don't know, it was kind of creepy. We watched it. Uh, I don't know if it was last weekend or the weekend before, but it was a little bit early on. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just shocking to see a lot of the same terminology being used in terms of like yes. social distancing. And yes. um, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy how how uh, 
how pressing it that was. But it was like a it was like a hundred percent mortality rate. So like the, yeah, the rates much, that those numbers were coming. Yeah. Right. But the a movie much different did type have of a disease. lot of the movie did have a lot of similarities. Yep. That's kind yeah. of terrifying. We watched it twice back to back. Like not back to back, like one we watched it on back to back days. One with just yes. us two at night and then we had uh, you know, my nephew and niece, they came over and so I made them watch it too. So wow. they're like they're like extra <laughs> clean now, which is great. That's hilarious. Um, you haven't seen Outbreak? No, I haven't. Is that one good? Oh man, it's on Netflix. It's free. Just watch it. Yeah, but it's like so old. Like we we started it, and I was like, man, I don't think I can watch this. It's so old. No, it's good, man. I mean, okay. the only downfall is Renee Russo. I don't know why she was so big in the '90s, but it's yeah. a good movie. Okay. All right. All right. So. To end, our, to end our podcast, we're going to give one last shout out to Lone Factory. So Billy Wynn at Lone Factory. At this point, he has over 15 years of experience in this space. Um, I know they've been slammed recently with all the different changes in the interest rates. But give them a call at 469-585-4498. They do shop the best rates uh, across 40 different lenders. Um, they're here local in Texas. So if Billy can't help you, he will definitely know someone who can help you. Um, and his team is just great. I think he initially started with two, you know, assistants. And I think he's up to like eight or ten assistants within a year. So he is getting slammed. They're growing really fast. There's a lot of opportunity to do refinancing, to even buy a house with the economy turning. So definitely call him. That's 469-585-4498. And mention Six Pennies podcast. Thanks, guys.